Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring successful tech sales professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share best practices, insights, and lessons learned with other tech sales professionals. As a sales professional, the more we learn, the more we earn. Once we earn it, how can we put those hard-earned commission dollars back to work to build additional income streams that will create the freedom we are all working to achieve? I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. Welcome back to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. Hope you're having a great week. So today I want to talk a little bit about how do we up-level our virtual sales meetings. In previous episodes, I talked about my belief in the importance of getting in front of your customer and prospects in person. I mean, I'm really passionate about that. It's a human business and it's uh, it's definitely more effective when we are in person. I mean, there's no better way to build a relationship understand personal and business drivers, and then ask the more difficult questions. But with that said, it's just not realistic that you can meet with all of your prospects in person. I mean, some of them are just not going to do it. They've moved out of the city. And if you just wait until you can only have that in-person meeting, you might be waiting a while. So I had a recent question about how can a rep up-level their virtual sales meetings because they cannot get to their customer. And in this particular case, it sounded like their customer will not meet in person anymore. And so I thought it was a really good question. And I hadn't really um, put a ton of thought into how to do this. And so I've been kind of poking around and asking questions and trying to pull together some feedback from other people around their best practices. And so that's what I hope to share today. I'm not an expert in this area. And so definitely, if you have some great uh, things that you're doing around your virtual meetings, how you're really up-leveling your engagement. I would love to hear uh, what's working for you. I would love to hear your feedback. In fact, I'd love to have you come on as a guest and share some of your experiences. So uh, I've actually taken some lessons from some online trainers that do this very well. I mean, think about it. They have to. You are running uh, an online training class for hours in a day, maybe all day, it is imperative that they find ways to keep people engaged. And um, even if your sales meeting is only 60 minutes, I think there's some really good lessons that that you can take from a, profes- a professional trainer. So uh, I'll go through a few of these. So number one, um, preparation. I mean, you're going to have to prepare the same for a virtual meeting, just like you would for an in-person meeting. But I would argue that you might have to prepare even more a virtual sales meeting should be approached in the same way as any other meeting, right? I mean, that means doing your homework, uh, looking at the performance uh, of the company, the analysis of the company, doing your research, uh, personalizing the content of the meeting and developing a thorough agenda. But why why should you prepare uh, prepare more? With, With one of your tools not in play, right? Your physical presence, you can't read the room, your questions, your messaging, your discussions need to be even more crisp than uh, they might be if you were in person. And that preparation helps that. Number two, you know, you you think everybody knows how to use all these tools, but a quick update on how the how to use the tool can save you maybe a lot of time with your meeting. Think about it. If you're 20 minutes into the meeting and maybe the customer's still dinking around with their tool. Are they paying attention to the discussion? Are they paying attention to your content? 
You know they're not, right? So just, you know, it doesn't have to be a big deal, but just two minutes to remind attendees, you know, how to use the tool. You may be great at Zoom, but maybe your customers normally using Teams, right? So show them the chat, suggest that if someone has questions, you know, they can interrupt you, but also put it in the chat. You know, if you think your customer may want to share something, use that two minutes to do a quick check, right? Let's say they may have some content at some point during the meeting that they want to share virtually, but maybe it's a drawing or a document or whatever. You know what? Just go around with each of them and just do a quick check to make sure that they can share. So that way it's not totally disruptive um, right in the middle of the meeting because that does, it, it happens all the time. Uh, number three, uh, you have to turn on your camera. You just got to do it. And I would assume that most of you are, but you know, you just have to turn on your camera. Now, the real challenge is what do you do if your customer is not turning on their camera? And to me, that's so frustrating. Well, I think the best thing you can do is you can just ask them to turn it on. It's like, hey, Jim, I, you know, I don't think we've ever met in person before. It would be great. You know, it'd be nice to put a face to the voice. Now, would you mind turning on your camera? Now, they may still say no. But they definitely won't turn it on if you don't ask in a kind of a professional and comfortable and casual way. So it's basic, I know, but we got to get those customers with those cameras on. Uh, number four, be energetic. This is no different than when selling in person, right? Your energy and your enthusiasm about your customer, about your product, about the problem you are solving, it can be so infectious. The difference with a video call is that you have one less tool, right? Your physical presence. So you have to make up for that uh, with a little bit more energy in your voice. Now, you don't want to be like over the top to where it's unreasonable and they can't understand you. But, you know, the visible energy of your face really can carry their attention, right? Smile. Use some facial expressions. You know, however that works for you, you know, just kind of figure out what you're comfortable with. And that energy that just those facial expressions will carry through the call. You know, I personally have to work on this. Sometimes I'll get the stone face look, you know, and so I've got to think about, all right, well, I even have a, in fact, I've got a note, I got a sticky note right here on my monitor that says smile. Uh, number five, make it conversational. Because the meeting is virtual, sales reps have a tendency to put more reliance on slides, on a demo, and then just present. And I've seen it, I've done it. And, you know, what happens is you lose them. You have to make the meeting more conversational, right? Keep the customer engaged with, with questions. As you're talking about a topic, you definitely have to pause, check in, ask a question. I mean, you should be doing these during a normal sales call anyways, but you know, checking in and say, hey, you know, by the way, how does that work in your organization? Or how is that different than how you're doing it today? You know, and keep it conversational. You know, if you are covering a specific topic, just, you know, maybe you've got, you, you could put a note on your screen just to remind you periodically stop and just ask the question. And, you know, and by the way, it's, it's use the individual's name uh, when asking that question because sometimes, you know, you might, you know, they may not be paid attention. And when you say, hey, hey, Bob, right, all of a sudden they hear their name and boom, they're popping back up. If you were in the meeting, you could read that and you would be way f further ahead of the fact that Bob is starting to check out. But in the virtual meeting, you just may not know it. So by stopping and then throwing his name in there, he's going to maybe pop up and, and pay a little bit more attention. And number six, you know, this kind of goes along with making it conversational and asking questions, but keep the customer engaged. I mean, this is the hardest part of doing a virtual meeting. And as I mentioned, at the most basic level, you're going to ask questions, but what else can you do? 
So a couple of best practices that uh, were given to me, and I've not done this a lot, but I really like it. You know, number one was you could share something in the chat, right? I mean, so that's not a new thing for most of you, but uh, a particular rep was share, showing me and sharing with me how they have uh, a number of resources at the ready, ready to go. And, you know, some of them pretty much are standard kind of value-added pieces of content or articles or something that relate to what they do. Uh, but then they might have something specific to that customer that they have ready to go. And as the conversation is progressing during the meeting, they may say something like, hey, I came across this article or this document or this guide, whatever it is. And hey, let me just put it in the chat for you. And then they'd pause and they would check in and say, hey, did, did you get it? Um, and just make sure that they got in in the chat. Now, at first I thought, you know, this seemed to me like a little distracting. You know, you're taking the customer away from listening to you because now they're looking at the chat and they're looking at some document that, that you just sent. But what they had shared with me was the, the reality is they're probably already distracted with something else. And so you're pulling them back into your discussion versus something else that popped up, some other chat message on their computer, whatever it might be. The other one, which um, I have used this uh, a few times in the past, I really like it, is the use of breakout rooms. Now, this is a little harder to implement, you know, in your sales call, but you know, think about how you could leverage a breakout room during your meeting with how you sell. You know, you could have a segment maybe where in your meeting, you could have a segment where maybe the technical team breaks out from the management team and then comes back together, right? How many in-person sales meetings have you been on where there is multiple people at different levels in the room? You're not going to cover everybody in that one discussion, right? The account manager may have a specific agenda for the customer leaders. The sales engineer may have a different agenda for the customer technical team, right? The, the normal process would be the whole team sits through the whole meeting and they all sit through the same meeting. So someone is not getting what they need in that meeting, you know, unless it's just lunch. But you know, the idea there is move maybe into a couple breakout rooms for a period of time and then come back together. So, you know, if you've done that before, you've got some experience, love to hear it. But I, I thought that was an interesting way to uh, break it up. So, you know, as a as an account manager, there's probably some questions that you really need to dig into and make sure that you're confirming maybe how you're tying to some of their business needs and maybe questions about the budget, questions about you know procurement and questions about some of the uh, more business-related topics. It may be hard to get that if the meeting is tied to maybe a more of a demo. Well, you know, maybe you could break out for 15 minutes and you could go talk to that sales, that, that uh, director at your account. Um, the last one here is record the meeting. I really like this because this is an, a great way to facilitate your follow-up. <laughs> Will a customer go back and watch the full recording? I don't know. Do you go back and watch the full recording? Probably not. But you have the opportunity to clip out short pieces of information that can be used in your follow-up. So as an example, let's you, maybe you showed a, a quick example or there was a part of your demo that went really well and there was some part of that demo that had a lot of value uh, from the customer's perspective. Well, you know, cut that three-minute section out, include it in your follow-up. You can recap why the ability, why that ability or that feature, whatever it was you're showing, recap why that was important to them, and then let them know that you clipped that example out 
and you've got it from the meeting and you're, you're including it in your follow-up as an easy reference. That'll be easy to watch. And, you know, may, maybe over time, build up a little bit of a database. I did an earlier episode about creating some pre-recorded follow-up content. Um, this could be part of what you use to do that. If you're not a video editing guru, don't worry. I mean, there's so many easy tools to, to just do this for you. In fact, there's a booming number of AI-based video editing tools that can help. And, you know, if you want a recommendation, drop me a note if you'd like a couple of recommendations and happy to help. And by the way, if you have one that you really like, please let me know. Um, so in summary, these are just uh, some examples and ideas to enhance your virtual meeting. Uh, there's so many more, but I'd love to hear your feedback on what's working. Please drop me a note. Or as I said, definitely love to have you come on as a guest and share some of your insights. Until next week, make this your best week ever. Thanks again for joining us today. To get more sales and real estate tips, you can subscribe to our newsletter at hightechfreedom.com. You can also join our private Facebook and LinkedIn group that is exclusively for sales professionals. If you found a nugget of good information in the podcast, please subscribe, give us a positive rating and write a review. If there is a topic that you would like us to cover in the future, please send us a note through our website at hightechfreedom.com. Until next week, make this your best week ever.